0: Get ready to live fearlessly free with Heather Bunch. Do you want to live your divine life of significance, yet you feel like you're still not enough? I'm curious have you ever given grace and love to somebody else when they make a mistake? Oh, it's okay. Don't. Hey, no problem. But then you beat yourself up when you do the same thing. Anyone else besides me done that one? How do you talk to yourself? Would you say those same things to a best friend? Would you still be friends? Welcome to Live Fearlessly Free. I'm your courageous coach, Heather Bunch, and I am here to help you live a life that's fearlessly free so you can stop hiding, you can show up fully yourself, and you can fulfill your God-given purpose courageously. We're continuing our series on living our divine life. And yesterday you learned how to do something new. Because you know what? There are obstacles in your way that are keeping you in your comfort zone and stopping you from your divine life. But we have to step out and we have to do new things. We have to learn new things in order to live our divine life. Now, today I'm going to share a key tip that is going to fuel your divine life. And it's going to help you enjoy your life while you're working on your divine life. So, today's going to be for you if you invest in others. You love others. You care for others. But it is challenging to give yourself that same love. Because let's face it. You know all your flaws. I'm also going to be talking to you if you need that fuel to live your life of significance. But you're not really sure how to get it. What it is. Like it's, it's missing. And you want it. I'm going to be talking to you. And if you are ready to start enjoying being, the, being with the one person that you're with more than any other, which is you, by the way, then I'm going to be talking to you. You're in the right place. Now, remember the divine life is where you're not hiding anymore. You are really showing up fully yourself. In all your beautiful imperfections, you're showing up with your gifts. You're showing up with your talents. You're showing up with your personality, whatever that is. And you are in the process of fulfilling your God-given purpose. And you're making this world a better place. And you're enjoying it on the way to where you're going. That is a divine life, my friend. But as we learned yesterday, you know, we got to step out and do some new stuff if we're going to pursue our divine life. And so I just want to recall, remind you, if you listen to it, if you haven't listened to it, please listen to it after this one. These aren't sequential in a sense. They're just individual tips. So you can listen to this one and then go back and listen to the other one is fine. But I had a special guest yesterday, Grace Bunch, my seven-year-old daughter. And she is phenomenal at trying new things. And so I brought her on to talk to her. Talk to us because what better person to show us how to do new stuff than a seven-year-old child? Because as kids, we were continually doing new things. We had to learn how to eat, crawl, walk, read. You know, we, we had a new teacher every year. We had to learn how to write. We had to learn how to make new friends like all the time. We were constantly doing new stuff. But as adults, it got easy to back off and not try new things. And it became scarier and scarier to do new things. But I love this. Grace shared, I asked her, is it scary to do new things? And what did she say? It's up to you. Holy cow. It's up to me. It is up to me if this new thing I have to do is scary. We get to choose our perspective. And that that was a huge takeaway for me that I am going to adopt in how I look at stepping out and doing new things. It's up to me. It's up to me whether this thing's going to be scary or I'm going to be excited. We get to choose. Now, tip two on to live your divine life is this. Love you. Loving you is a fuel that is going to keep you moving forward. It fuels how you enjoy Your life now. On the way to where you're going. It is the fuel that helps you let go of that need of perfection. And you can actually love you in all your perfect imperfectness. Do you naturally love others and give them grace yet you struggle to love yourself? (laughs) Um, yes, this was massive for me. I realized growing up, it was so easy. I was so accommodating. I was so laid back about people's mistakes and their screw ups. And I gave so much grace. I gave so much grace. And yet I did not love myself the same way that I loved others. that is not fair to myself courage is loving yourself as much as you love others mark 12:31 reminds us jesus said love your neighbor as yourself so jesus is implying here that you love yourself to love your neighbor in fact If we aren't loving ourselves. Can we fully love our neighbor well. To the best of our ability. I I really don't think we can. I got to tell you this quote from Mr. Rogers. I think it's fantastic. You can't really love someone unless you really love yourself first. But. You might be sitting there and you're thinking, well, Heather, it's so much easier to love others. So much easier to love others than love myself. I I hear you. I struggled with this myself too for the longest time. I want to give you a little little tip to help you fix that. Just strike that verse and reverse it. The scripture says, Love your neighbor as yourself. So reverse it and think. Love yourself like you love your neighbor. Love yourself like you love your neighbor. Now, why is it that most of us, not everybody, but most of us find it challenging to love ourselves well? I think part of it is we see our flaws. You know, we know all this stuff we've done wrong, we know what we're thinking, right? I think a lot of us carry shame from our past, past mistakes, uh things that have been done to us, traumas we may have been through, and we carry this shame and it is near impossible to love yourself fully when you are cloaked in shame. And that is something that we have to work to remove. And I will put it in the show notes cuz I do not remember what episode it was, but I actually had a episode called to, um, shammy away your shame with grace. And it was a whole episode on that and helping you to remove shame. I think sometimes too, it's our old stories. We have these things that we've been through as kids and, and we've created these stories in our mind of what life is and how life works and this lens that we look through the world in and look at ourselves through. You know, my old story said my voice didn't matter. What it was really saying was my voice didn't matter as much as somebody else's. So I, I really found it easier to love others. I found it easier to listen to others, care for them, value others more than I did myself. Listen. I am not greater than somebody else, but I matter just as much as somebody else. And so do you. Sometimes we struggle to love ourselves because of outside voices that have said horrible negative things to us about ourselves. And then we believe those and we've taken them on ourselves. You know, someone might have called you dumb or slow or... All kinds of horrible names that, you know, kids and adults have said to people. I am here to tell you that what they told you is not true. That is not what your creator, your heavenly father says about you. You are precious in his sight. You are the apple of his eye. You are fearfully and wonderfully made, my friend. You are his master peace, his masterwork created in Christ Jesus. That is who you are. So we need to shut up those outside voices that are telling us something that we're not. So here are two things I want you to remember to help you love yourself. Number one, Father loves you so much he gave Jesus. Father gave up his son, Jesus, to die on the cross, to raise from the dead for you. You're worth the price of Jesus. That's how valuable you are. And if you're that valuable, that Jesus would sacrifice himself for you, then shouldn't we value ourselves? As much as father does. Remember that. Use that to help remind you. When you're struggling in those moments of loving yourself. I'm worth the price of Jesus. I'm worth loving. Say that to yourself. The second thing is this. Love yourself like you would love a friend or your child. I want you to think about. If you have a kid, you can use a child or a best friend, and they did something wrong. Maybe they did something that hurt you or um, bothered you. And what did you say to them? Like Think of how you treated them when they made a mistake. And even if it wasn't against you, it was something that they did and they were Ashamed of or bummed out over, you know, you, your kid failed a test or your friend, uh, you know, had a, a struggle with another friend. How would you treat them? How would you talk to them? You, you probably were pretty nice, weren't you? You probably were loving, you cared, you were gentle. You thought through, how could I say this in a way that's really going to be uplifting and encouraging? You know, most of us are pretty good at that. I want you to treat yourself that same way. Now, when I say treat yourself that same way, I also mean how you talk to yourself. And hear me out. The words in your head count as talking to yourself, too. You may not be saying those words out your mouth. Oh, oh my gosh, Heather, you're such an idiot. You are such a dummy. Now, I have said those words outside my mouth, and I, I haven't done it in a long time. But you know what I have caught myself saying? Heather, you're so slow. You're so much slower than other entrepreneurs. It takes you forever to get things done. You know what? Dude, I would never say that to my friends. Never in a million years would I say that to them. Because that would be a jerk. But yet I say it to myself. And, and the words don't even always come out my mouth. Sometimes they're just in my head. But those count. That's me talking to me. I'm internalizing that. I'm taking that on. I'm believing it. I am not loving myself well in those moments. Now, am I as fast as every other entrepreneur? Probably not. You know what? Because if my husband were to do the same task, he's faster too. But you know what? That's okay. I don't have to beat myself up over that. And here's the thing it does not fuel me to do better. It causes me to slow down. I get into like this confusion or fog, and I, 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 it's like I'm, it's a self prophecy. The thing I'm saying about myself is like I'm getting even slower. How many of you have done that to yourself? What are you saying to yourself? We need to love ourselves well. That includes what we're saying to ourselves. That's one of the the biggest ways as that we do love ourselves is talking to ourselves like we love ourselves if we do not love ourselves and do it well we are not going to be able to fully step into our divine life i think we're going to be able to like do it partially but we won't be able to be full on totally 100% in being able to really be ourselves, there's always gonna be a piece of us that we're gonna hold back. We're gonna pull back, you know, when we make a mistake. Or some of you may not ever even step out to begin with because you think you're not worthy, you think you're not good enough. I can't, I can't do it. I believing those things is not loving yourself. If Father has called you to do something great, which he has. We all have a call on our life. Then he has made you able to do it. Father says you're worthy. Father says you're valuable. Father loves you beyond all else. So who are we not to love ourselves? Who are we not to love ourselves? Now, as I'm sharing this, if you have been the one who has been beating yourself up mercilessly and you're like, I have not loved myself well whatsoever, I want to remind you about grace. Not my daughter grace, but the grace of God. It is always there to pick us up, to help dust us off. Father is giving us grace, so give it to yourself. Give yourself self-compassion in this moment as you are learning and growing how to love yourself. That is also loving yourself, giving yourself grace. That is a way to love yourself. So as you're walking through this process, and it is a process, because I, I mean, I just shared with you, I'm not there yet. I, I used to beat myself up really bad and I'm not as, I have grown so much, but there's, I still see some areas where I'm like, mm, Heather, you're not loving yourself fully there. I've still got those twinges of, you know what? Your voice doesn't matter quite as much as that other person. So why would you want to put that video on social media? And I'll stop and I don't do it. We're a work in progress. And we're allowed to be a work in progress. And I love what my friend and mentor, Lethia Owens, the founder of Game Changers International and Women of Audacious Faith, she says, we're allowed to be a hot mess and a masterpiece at the same time. So give yourself grace. All right. Homework. What I want you to do is I want you to do a little journaling time. Okay. If you have more time than this, great. You could do that. But what I want you to do is you're just going to do 10 minutes total. So I want you to spend five minutes journaling. Why you struggle loving yourself. If this is an issue for you, if this isn't an issue for you, you know what? Skip the homework. It's cool. No problem. But if this is an issue with for you, you struggle loving yourself. You struggle treating yourself right. You struggle talking to yourself. Well, I want you to spend five minutes journaling why. Why do you struggle loving yourself? And And just write that down. Whatever comes out, if it's, you know, good, ugly, horrible, whatever, just it's cool. It's good, all right? Now, once you've done that, and and put a timer on too, so like, because I don't want you to spend a ton of time on this, okay? Now I want you to spend five minutes journaling what loving yourself could look like. What does that look like? Maybe it's certain phrases that you want to say to yourself instead of what you used to say or what you're currently saying. You know, maybe loving yourself is actually doing some self care. Maybe there's some things that you would love to do to take care of yourself, to love yourself. So it it might be something, you know, with your thoughts. It might be something you want to do that's going to make you feel a certain way. It might be something that you do that's like an action that you're going to take. You're going to take a walk and that's a way you can love yourself. You know, dude, maybe you're going to buy yourself that outfit. Okay, that's loving yourself. I used to struggle actually buying anything for myself. I would spend money on my kids. I would spend money on my husband, no problem. But those shoes that I want that are super cute, that, you know what I mean? I'm going to wear them like a couple times because they're like two hour shoes because, you know, oh, but they are cute and sexy. I would have completely passed on those years ago. And I actually did buy them. They're adorable. I'm looking at them right now. They got these spikes on them. They're like this two-toned, super, super cute, sexy shoes. And I remember I was really struggling. I was like, oh, these shoes are so cute. I love these. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to spend the money on them. Not on myself. That You know, and I was like, you know what? I am worth this. Now, I did actually, because generally, if we make a purchase like that, you know, Bob and I all talk about it. And so I text him and I text him a picture of the shoe on. I said, "Hun, I love these shoes. What do you think? And he's like, get the shoes. Actually, Joyce Meyer has an entire book that says um, it's called um, Eat the Cookie and Buy the Shoes or something like that. And, and that's what it's like about. Okay. So maybe that's what you want to do. And that's what loving yourself looks like. Now, I'm not talking about blowing your budget and you know, buying things you can't afford and stuff like that. That that's Dave Ramsey would hurt me. I'm not talking about that. But I'm talking about loving yourself well. I'm talking about you know, if treating yourself the way you would treat other people. That is what I'm talking about. All right? Now, Once you have done that, so you've done five minutes of of why you struggle loving yourself, five minutes of journaling what loving yourself could look like, okay? I want you to pick one thing that you can do today to love yourself well. And then do that. Just one thing. Just pick one thing. What's one thing that you can do to love yourself well? And do that. Maybe it's a phrase that you want to say to yourself or take a bath. (laughs) Maybe it's you say no to an invitation that you received that you really don't want to go to. If you say no, you are loving yourself well because you're taking care of yourself, loving yourself above doing something out of obligation. Okay. All right. That is your homework. Listen, you have got this, and Father's got you. I just want to thank you a bunch for listening. I appreciate you so much. I appreciate your time and the energy that you put into this. I love getting to hear from you what you're getting out of it and and homework that you've been doing and what it's been meaning to you. In fact, can you do me a favor? If there is something you've done that you've done some homework, you've been doing some work. I would love for you to email me and let me know. That encourages me so much. That fuels me to keep going. Now I'm going to keep going no matter what. But man, it feels so good when I can find out I actually help somebody because I, like you, am working on living my divine life and doing what God's called me to do. So when you send me an email that, that fuels me. So just reach out to me at hello at heatherbunch.com. Hello at heatherbunch.com. I would love to hear from you. All right. Until next time, live fearlessly free.